0: I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. The world we inhabit is not as free, or certain, or safe as you might think. The things that you believe to be unassailably evident are little more than shadows dancing behind a curtain, a masquerade crafted and dutifully upheld by an organization known as the Foundation. The file you are about to hear contains containment procedures, descriptions, testing logs, historical and in some cases first-hand accounts of the anomalous objects the Foundation serves to secure, contain and protect. Its contents have been thoroughly scrutinized by the Ethics Committee and approved by the O5 Council for release to trusted associates of the Foundation. This is SCP Unredacted. Item number SCP-5676, Level 3, Confidential. Containment class, Euclid. Disruption class, Dark. Dark. Risk Class Notice Special Containment Procedures SCP-5676 is to be contained within a standard Oubliette-class anomaly womb cell pending further developments. Heart rate and brain activity are to be monitored and x-rays taken weekly. These tasks, including nutrition and waste management, are to be handled remotely via an automated system. No contact is to be initiated with SCP-5676 without the express permission of Dr. DeVager. In the event of host death, G-class anomaly birth scenario, other sudden changes in host status, or foreseeable approach of any of these events, the anomalies to be observed and tested anew, and containment procedures revised accordingly. SCP-5676-1 is to remain in total isolation, indefinitely. Description SCP-5676 is a potentially sentient cardiac tumor that bears a strong visual resemblance to popular, primarily American depictions of Jesus Christ. SCP-5676-1 is a 23-year-old Caucasian-American female with no prior recorded medical issues. SCP-5676 is located partially in and around SCP-5676-1's heart. Preliminary incisions and examinations yielded the conclusion that safe removal of SCP-5676 from its host was possible at the time of initial examination, but doing so would have led to the item's death. As of 2021, SCP-5676 has grown significantly enough that safe removal is no longer possible. SCP-5676-1 was not raised in a Christian household, nor educated at a nominally Christian school questioning of SCP-5676-1 revealed that the subject only began to notice physical discomfort following an interaction with a, quote, tall androgynous person in a wide-brimmed black hat and a priest's collar, end quote, hereby designated Person of Interest 5676. Person of Interest 5676 approached SCP-5676-1 in an otherwise nondescript parking lot and initiated a conversation about the Church of Latter-day Saints. Even when subjected to interrogation, SCP-5676-1 did not recall many specifics, other than person of interest-5676 ending the conversation with the phrase, The Lord is in all of our hearts. SCP-5676-1 noted an unusual sensation in the chest cavity later that day, but was not apprehended by Foundation personnel until nearly a month later. 5676.1 Detailed Observations SCP-5676 exhibits highly irregular growth patterns, at times rapidly increasing in mass for currently unknown reasons. It is believed that the item began as an unremarkable, if rare, teratoma, and developed its anomalous appearance at a later date. As of 2021, the item measures approximately 4.5 by 1 by 0.5 inches, proportions consistent with the relative height, width, and depth of an average human male. SCP-5676 is malformed, but displays features identifiable as facial hair, teeth, eyes, limbs, and thumbs. SCP-5676 also appears to be wearing a white robe, red sash, and sandals, but these are in fact composed of flesh, bone, and cartilage. It, like its host, appears Caucasian and has blue eyes. It is unknown if these traits are inherited from SCP-5676-1. SCP-5676 primarily holds itself in a thumbs-up position, its face fixed in a wide smile. It has, however, been observed to move on more than one occasion. In initial open chest surgery, SCP-5676 appeared to be affected by anesthesia administered to SCP-5676-1 and assumed a sleeping position. A second open chest surgery was performed at a later date with minimum possible use of anesthetics, during which SCP-5676 was reported to have, quote, smiled beatifically, end quote, at Dr. DeVeger. DeVeger later insisted that SCP-5676's mouth moved, but any speech would have been inaudible at the time. SCP-5676 has been observed to grow in sporadic bursts. Despite extensive testing, the exact stimulus that causes these growth spurts remains unknown. The tumor visibly increased in mass in response to stimuli including, but not limited to, bright light, loud noises, induced hemorrhaging, nutrition-deprival, oxygen-deprival, and sleep-deprival. Dr. DeVega was unable to draw a conclusion after three months of testing and was equally unable to determine the anomaly's root cause, whether its transmissible and whether its anomalous properties evolved over time. It's for these reasons that Dr. DeVega recommended SCP-5676 and its host be contained in total sensory isolation in an anomaly womb cell until the item's growth is plateaued. Based on current estimates, this intermediary period could last between three months and four years. It's thought that when SCP-5676-1 no longer complicates efforts, testing conducted on the anomaly's complete form will be far more conclusive. Addendum The nature of the cancer is that of metastasis. The item in question is, as of yet, like a child. We do not know what form it might take, what butterfly may emerge once its cocoon is discarded. Our duty is simple, secure, yes, contain, certainly, but we must also protect. I'm confident that there's more to be learned from SCP-5676 that we've simply not yet been able to grasp. Understanding is the key to control. In this matter, I am most, most determined to understand." Dr. Ethan DeVager Addendum 2 Concerns have been raised by the Ethics Committee, so this addendum should clear up some matters. Prior to current containment, SCP-5676-1 was informed of the details of its upcoming containment procedures, as per Ethics Committee guidelines. At this stage, there was in fact sudden violent resistance and desperate protestation from the host. Ethics Committee members should note that the item risked damage as a result of this reaction, and as such, I recommended rethinking the guidelines for this sort of situation. Nonetheless, SCP-5676-1 was rapidly lowered into the anomaly womb cell and sealed into containment, which quickly restricted movement and ensured the item's safety. SCP-5676 has been in current containment for 11 months. Despite no vocalizations from SCP-5676-1 in over 7 months, and brain activity levels indicating a debilitating increase in discomfort and pain from the anomaly's expansion, the anomaly's host remains conscious and stable. X-rays clearly show that SCP-5676's growth is progressing at a steady and healthy rate. According to our data, this is greatly aided by a near-total lack of movement from the item's host, which has helped to stabilize growth patterns. I'm confident in the safety of the item. I hope this assuages the concerns of the Ethics Committee, and I look forward to sharing our ultimate findings. Dr. Ethan DeVager Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, follow the link in the description to patreon.com scpunredacted SCP unredacted and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. You can get access to production logs, merchandise, recognition, and even a part in a skip. Regardless of tier, all patrons get early access to every single episode. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their link's in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki, upvote their work, and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts.